Hey there. Welcome to Into the Fire. I'm Rob Reed, President of Bison Fire Protection, and I believe that together we can make the world a safer place. So every week we're going into the fire to pull out life lessons learned from frontline professionals and apply them to fire protection, business, and most importantly, everyday life. So let's kick this episode off with a story from Scott Feasy. He's the Vice President of Commercial Sales from Arthur Gallagher Insurance. He has a great story to share with us today about the importance of the power of a team and community. Let's go into the fire with Scott. One of the important things when it comes to ensuring a commercial risk is the fire suppression system that's in the building. And uh, we find uh, quite often that uh, when a different class of manufacturer moves into an existing building, uh, if they're not talking with their insurance agent and they're not talking with their uh, fire suppression um, experts, uh, then you, they can run into huge trouble in regards to both the rating of uh, the risk as well as the ability to get insurance. So it's always important when you've got some experts in, uh, in your stead to, to use them to make sure that, uh, for example, if you're a plastics manufacturer moving into what was a wood manufacturing facility, uh, the requirements for the sprinkler system are going to be quite a bit different. And that has a, a distinct possibility of causing you issues and the ability to get insurance uh, and some quite additional costs in terms of retrofitting the system. So always working uh, with uh, quality individuals that are experts in the field are very important. Uh, in regards to that. Thanks Scott for that great story. Now let's talk about our first takeaway. Think of it when you're moving into your new building and how exciting and what a great time that is. Your business is growing or you're just getting it kicked off but you've got that new building. Now is it ready for you? Because while it may be a new building to you it may be a 20 or 30 year old building maybe even older. We have some pretty old buildings here in Winnipeg but the occupancy that you need me may be very different from what the previous people had. If you're storing tires, the reason and, and needs for protecting those is very different from furniture um, or non-combustible products, things like that. Now, keep in mind, when we've gone into buildings, we've seen all kinds of crazy things. And I'm going to tell you, the craziest, or at least one of the craziest, because there's lots of them, but one of the craziest is we walked in and found that the sprinkler system had actually been converted from a water system to an air system to supply air for the pneumatic sewing machines for a factory. Now you can imagine they had absolutely no fire protection. But keep in mind too, if your occupancy is changing and there's things going on, maybe you need different fire extinguishers in the building. Maybe the occupancy's changed in such a way for your business that what was existing with the fire alarm needs to be changed as well. Maybe you need a few more heats, maybe a few more smokes, maybe CO detection, that sort of thing. So when you're taking on a new building, don't get caught up in the excitement. Have your moments and enjoy it. Of course you should. But there will always be things that you need to change in that building. So talk to your insurance agents, talk to your uh, building managers or property managers, maybe the building owner, but don't forget to talk to your fire protection professionals who will come in and look at this stuff with your best interests in mind. As we typically do, let's get into the business takeaway. And I'm going to ask you a silly question. Who doesn't know the value of a strong team? Now, it's easy to ask that. Um, the hard question is, how do I build a strong team? Well, I'll give you a couple pointers, but I mean, these are just my pointers. Everyone's going to have their different way and their different takes on things. But the first one being, do what you say. 
We mean walk the walk, talk the talk, but do what you say you're going to do. Second one is build trust. And there's a hundred different ways of doing it. First, easiest way is to follow number one. You know, walk that walk and, and talk that talk. But build trust, whether it's team building exercises, trust building exercises, incorporate that into your management meetings and make sure your management knows to take it down to the next level of staff. Because if it stops with you or it stops with your senior managers, you're never gonna build that successful team. You have to get it all the way down to the, the people working out in the field and your managers are there to do that. But you gotta empower them to do it. The third part that I think is important is encouraging personal growth and development. Now this is everything from taking courses to reading books, just talking about things, maybe sending people to the right websites or connecting them to the right podcasts, but encouraging your people and spending time with them to find out where they want to go and get them into the right place. If you're doing that, just those first three things, because there's so much more to this, but those three things are a great start. Once you've got that going, you can start yourself exploring more. Because again, when I've talked about personal development and growth in other shows, you want to make sure that you are always doing that to yourself. I know I spend a ton of time with this. And as you're doing it with others, you will learn little things that you get comfortable with and and ways to help them because every personality is different. So you're going to get people that aren't readers. So find out the way they learn and encourage them towards that. Now I've got a quick message for you CEOs out there because as always uh, we live in our world which is sometimes a little different from say the people in the field. Uh, but if you're in a meeting and you're getting the one word answers or people are checking their phones, you know what? maybe you should have a quick talk with the guy in the mirror because I'm going to tell you that for whatever reason, those people are checked out and you're doing something wrong. So start thinking about what you're doing because it isn't the team always. Sometimes it's the message or the way the message is being delivered. Take some time to understand how you are working with your people and help them improve. You know, I've got an interesting story I want to share quickly. It happened actually a couple of weeks ago where one of the managers came up to me and told me that one of his uh, key staff members had picked up and left. And I sat down with him and, you know, through the course of the conversation, I know he'd been spending some time developing them and, you know, it hurt him to see the guy go. And I asked a very simple question. Did he leave here a better person than when he came? And what I mean by better person, was he better at his job? Did he walk out of here with more knowledge? My manager took a minute thought about it and he came back to me and said yeah he did he said you've done your job right you've empowered him you've made him better you've improved his life and he's had an opportunity to take on another position elsewhere let's celebrate the fact that he left here a better person than when he arrived that's success and if we're doing that with our entire team all the way through now you are building a team and you are building a strong community within your business that's culture talk about this all day but I'm telling you these sort of stories when I hear that I just smile knowing that the message I'm taking to my managers is finding its way down to its people and it's building a strong strong company for us okay and let's get into the probably the most important takeaway we have the everyday life takeaway because it's important when you're 
out and about and you're dealing with your family and your community uh, they may not be t business teams but you how you interact with them and how you spend time with them is absolutely similar to your days at work now I talk about the 888 rule and people around the office here have heard me say this a hundred times eight hours sleeping eight hours at work and eight hours at home meaning you need to be happy all the way through because only eight of those hours are sleeping you need a good night's sleep but if i'm not enjoying myself at work i need to make changes because i'm here all day too and i need to have fun and enjoy it make sure i'm doing things that are exactly that a lot of fun and i need to share that with the rest of the team so that we have that great culture then you need to spend eight hours of your day with your family with your friends in the community and that's just part of life is 24 hours in a day so one-third of them is helping your family working with them going for bike rides going to movies going to the cottage whatever those hundred things are that you do make sure that you're giving them a hundred percent of your best now we're gonna have a guest coming up in a future episode Christian Clavel and he does a uh, psychological first aid and talks about uh, in that course he talks about a number of different things but one thing I just really wanted to share because this really is important I think um, did you know that there is a Manitoba 211 so instead of dialing 411 for information or 911 for emergencies if you're having psychological problems if you're not feeling good if you know your depression or anxiety or any of those sort of things are really starting to to weigh in there's a Manitoba 211 it's a website now let's talk about the learner's mindset for a minute because again this really does apply to our lives now what kind of hobbies do you have do you read do you play guitar or any other musical instrument what hobby are you thinking about taking up I talk uh, quite often about the different things people can do my wife has become one of those people that paints the rocks that you see in Kildonan Park and she is an incredible artist and the way she paints these things it, it amazes me because she's got such a talent that I don't have but it's something that she's so good at and you need to have that learner's mindset take some courses you play guitar take lessons you play drums take lessons enhance what you're doing are you a golfer spend an hour with a pro even fishing is it such a bad thing to spend a day in a boat with a guide learning that some extra tips and tricks and things to make the hobbies that you're doing that much better because as much as you can read a book it's not the same as doing it so spend some time get out there and enhance those hobbies you're doing using that learner's mindset you know what I want to wrap this up now and I want to start by thanking Scott for such a great story today and the time that he gave us to share the importance of a powerful team and community do you have a story about fire if you do share it with me send it in you never know when it's gonna burn its way into the fire now I know you learned something from today's episode of Into the Fire. Do your friends and family a favor and share it with them. You can make your world a safer place. I'm Rob Reed. This is Into the Fire. We'll see you next week.